welcome to the Rebel and Muse podcast, where you can join us on our journey of self-improvement. I'm Kaleo Wassman. And I'm Melanie Wassman. Tune in each week to discover how we find balance in health, love, and life. So when we first move here, we moved to Carlsbad. Sorry, I was trying to take a selfie. <laughs> We're on. <laughs> We're on. Yes. So we, uh, when we first moved here, it was May 12th, 1999. Mm-hmm. And we moved to Carlsbad with Muff. Mm-hmm. And it was just... Hi, uh, Muff. Ye, Brett, and I, we had the one room. Mm-hmm. And then Muff had the other room in this two-bedroom apartment in Carlsbad. And what happened was, is every day, it was my first time living away from home. And what happened was every day was May gray. And then the next month, every day was June gloom. So here in Southern California, especially North County, it's just grayed out. And it really blew me away because I always thought Southern California was supposed to be like... The land of sunshine. I always thought it was going to be like a... David Lee Roth with Van Halen video. I was going to say Beach Boys video, but I guess they didn't really have those. Yeah, well, no, no. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. They did. Really? Yeah, but okay. I, I was imagining like more like, you know, Panama and Southern California. Like the whole thing was supposed to be sunny. Like that was like the whole deal. Like if Southern, if you're in Southern California, it was supposed to be sunny. So for two months, it was just gray the whole time. And then... July came. July fry. And it was so beautiful. Then I was like, oh, this is what they were talking about. So These you were are here. This is what David Lee Roth was talking about. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. I was here for a month and a half. And so today, coincidentally, is July first. And outside is stunning. It's so beautiful. Right now. But true to itself, June gloom, it really remained like pretty gloomy. Until yesterday. Yeah, until yesterday. Yes. So I believe now, I know it's not the solstice, but I believe now starts my true summer mm. mm-hmm. in, in Southern California. Yes. Yes. Um, and there's like a, well, there's a parade in Oceanside. We were able to watch it from our house. You were at work. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun because people were just having a good time. And my favorite thing about parades is people just go into the parade and they wave and that's it. You wait. wait you, when you're walking in a parade, you wave. And then people yeah. that are watching the parade wave back. So <laughs> so you basically just have like this really long walk. Parade 101 by yeah. Kalea Wasson. You have this really long walk, basically. And people just wave to each other. And I felt so encouraged by that. I, ca- <laughs> I kind of want to go around and walk around and just wave to people now. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. that guy in Oceanside. Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. we probably are those guys in Oceanside because we're walking constantly everywhere. I mean, still we'll walk, walking, huh? Still walking, huh? And we we just walk. We pack a bag and just walk. And and we do wave to people and pet all the dogs. So we kind of are those weird people. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> what do they think? They're in a parade or something? <laughs> yeah, we are. This is our life parade. <laughs> um, That's really funny. Do you remember that Bob... Marley lyric uh, in um, No Woman, No Cry. I always get them wrong. Yeah, I know. You have some funny ones. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) There's a, my my feet is my only carriage. Oh, I thought it said my seat. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah, it's feet. 
Yeah. The, the original transportation of oh, mankind. Oh, that makes way more sense. Isn't it mind-blowing when you like actually know, know the lyrics? Yeah, the real <laughs> lyrics instead of the ones that you just make up. Here's a cool thing. Everyone makes up lyrics too. I know. We could have a whole podcast on that. Yeah. What's that one song that I got really, really wrong from Bob Marley? Oh, you uh, used to sing, uh, Boy, I still every do. niece has an eagle to feed. Yes. What That's is it really? Every need has an ego to feed. Which way, like in the I grand scheme. I kind of like mine. Every niece has an eagle to feed. Yeah, but that, so I mean, he that's had not, to that's, like that's help like, his not niece a true statement. Feed, his, feed her eagle. Right. And you, I'll, I'll just let you talk yourself <laughs> there's out there's a lot of, of eagles in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome to Rebel Amuse. It's Monday. Um, and today we're just going to. We're just going to freestyle it. Um, well, today, let me just pause you right there. Today's exciting day for, uh, well, for me, because I've never been to a baseball game before. But wait, wait, wait. This is your first baseball game? I think so. I think wow, I would have remembered I if I went to a baseball game. Uh, yeah, you would have. Well, that's why I had to Google, what do I wear to a Padres game? And I just have to say, so I just did this, it, you know, if you're listening <laughs> to this in the future, it's not going to make much sense, but sense, but thank you all so much for, I put a little Google search photo on my Rebel and Muse Insta story. What was the search? Uh, what do I wear to a Padres Oh, game? you actually wrote that in the search engine? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> okay, right on. And a lot of very sweet people that follow us uh-huh. DM'd me with their actual suggestions of what I'm supposed to wear. So do you know what you're going to get now? Well, I don't have a baseball hat. Um, These are things that you can get at the stadium too. Oh, right, right, right. Right, yeah. They have this. Okay. Yeah. Basically, um, the consensus is, it's all Mm -hmm. over the place, but the consensus is um, sensible shoes, (laughs) which I'm not known for wearing, (laughs) Um, a white t-shirt or Padres colors, which I'm sorry, but I don't even know what Padres colors are. Is it white? Because they wear jerseys that are white. White is a universal color. You'll be all right. Okay. So a white t-shirt, jeans or leggings, sensible shoes, and a baseball hat. Perfect. So So I need to get sensible shoes and a baseball hat. And um, And a white t-shirt. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay, good. I Uh, have yoga pants. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Um, But this is an interesting day because I'm throwing the first pitch. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's not just because I'm trying to figure out what to wear to a baseball That was awesome, though. I I like how you just, yeah, you rock that. (laughs) What am I wearing to the game? (laughs) Wait, hold on, babe. I'm throwing the first pitch of the Padres game out. And it's July 1st, which is like the first day of summer to me when June Gloom beats it. Yes. And it's so funny because everyone, when they find out that Kalea is throwing the first pitch, they're basically like, have you ever thrown a baseball? You better not fuck this up. <laughs> it's like, like one of those. Everyone. Everyone's, everyone's so, very concerned. Yeah, very concerned. Yeah. Well, I after they're concerned, I actually looked this up online. I saw. Fi- ah, see, you Google it too. No, no, no. I just looked at first pitch is what I, I looked not at. Not first pitch fails. Yeah. No. <laughs> no first pitch. But the first thing I came up was 50 cent. Why? He threw a first pitch that was so off target. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Well, I've seen you throw a, I don't know if it's a baseball or a softball. It's called a baseball. A baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and you have some skills. I'm very impressed. Thank you, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Every, You know what I think it is? People are like really afraid to be in front of people, but I've been doing that for so long. Yeah, no, you thrive in that situation. Yeah, actually, I I get more nervous when there's a few people versus thousands. Mm. So if I'm playing guitar 
and there's only like let's say like there's five or six people then you can see everyone's eyes and you're like okay they're actually I, looking at me way but more if there's ner- thousands you're yeah. like oh maybe they're on their phones maybe <laughs> it's Just it's kidding. a yeah it's kind of a, a, a trippy thing yeah so, yeah when there's less people I i'm get. so excited for today i couldn't really sleep last night because number Is, one i don't know what to wear to a padres game thank god and you number, googled it thank god i googled it and thanks <laughs> thanks listeners out there for helping me figure it out and also because <laughs> this is just a big day. It's a huge honor. It is. It, I, I and that's yeah. how I'm going. I'm going into it as that. I want. I want to bring my best for, for a city that I love. Like a city yeah. that's like really been our, our home away from Hawaii. Oh, and fun fact: huh. there is a. I'm gonna get this wrong. I think he is a. Nice. He's the no. no. Um, he's a guy that he's the pitcher. Oh, Kirby. And he's a closer. Yep, you're okay. right. Yeah, yeah. And his name's Kirby Yates, and he's a Kauai boy. Yeah, he went to Kauai High School. Yep. And he is going to catch Kaleo's ball. Yeah, he's going to catch the pitch. Catch the pitch. Yes, he's going to catch the pitch. I, I like gonna, that terminology. I'm going to be. I'm going to be so well versed in everything baseball by the end of the day. I'm just going to keep googling. Yeah, go for it. Babe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't sleep last night. Well, the you f- on the other hand were passed out with your mask. Can we talk about that a little bit? Sure. I, well, it's a sleep hack, so of so course. I love. He has a lot of cool sleep hacks. For me, I like light, especially in the morning. Like you ooh. know how yeah, you in know, the morning is cool. Who is it? Snow White or or Cinderella? When you open up the shades and all the birds are tweeting and ah, oh, good morning. <laughs> I like that. I like the light. I like the birds chirping. Mm-hmm. I like to wake up and go ooh, it's a new day. You like darkness. Like in our hotel room, he always closes the, the black curtains, the dark out, blackout. And it's hard for me in the morning because I can't really, I don't know what time it is. I'm very disoriented. Well, luckily, when you when you don't have to wake up, you just let your body wake you up, which is my preferred to go to. So when everything's dark, you have to sleep. For me, you know, I've done so much reading about this. To have complete darkness and to keep the room cool allows mm-hmm. you and allows your body to have the deepest sleep. Yeah, but I wake up earlier than you. Let's just say, let's go back to a hotel room. Mm-hmm. I'll wake up earlier and I'm, I'm like, where's where's my birds chirping? Where's my lightness? And I don't know what time it is because the curtains are totally shut. Right. I'm like, well, it could be 5 a.m. It could be 11 a.m. I don't know. What do I do when I can't open him because he's still sleeping? It's a it's a big dilemma. <laughs> so then I have to look at my phone and see what time it is, and then I get all the emails and messages, and yeah. It's oh a, yeah. yeah, no, that's part of my sleep regimen too. It's just as important to not look at your phone before bed or as soon as you wake up. I know, well, I don't know what time it is, but let's go back to this eye mask. So so <laughs> sleep hack. Yes. Kaleo came to bed the other night, and it was. <laughs> It was the cutest thing. I was a little confused because I hadn't seen this mask before. Apparently, Amazon dropped it off while I was at the studio. <laughs> and I get in bed. And then all of a sudden, he get, he comes walking over to the bed, totally naked, and puts on this black eye mask. And I'm thinking, yeah, this is some Fifty Shades of Grey shit. <laughs> in reality, no, it's just me not wanting to have any clothes on my body. <laughs> So my body can breathe, my skin can breathe in a cool atmosphere, which the temperature was set to 66 degrees. 
and complete <laughs> blackout for my vision so I could really slip into some healing, nurturing sleep. And sleep is so crucial. Yeah. And I was so confused because I'm like, okay, okay, well, this is great. He looks hot. He's got a dark eye mask on. But wait, why is he wearing the mask? And then, good night. Wait, what is going on? <laughs> it was Apparently, he got a new uh, sleep hack. I'm asked. Yeah. And um, what we'll do is I'll actually, uh, we'll put the link to Amazon in the show notes. I have a photo. What? Of you. It better not be me naked with the eye mask on. <laughs> you can only see your face. <laughs> Jeez, Mel, you can't do that. You well, can't, you, that's, that's like couple violation. You can't. Oh, no one's going to see you it. You can't take pictures of the other person when they're have an eye mask on or when they're not ready. <laughs> Sneaky and evil. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Oh my gosh. Okay, All so. Right. And we're back. Yeah, and we're back. So um, a little thing that I want to talk about is how when you are really passionate about something and you're really trying to make it happen and it's not happening. And to break it down, let's just go into, um, let's go into this example. I have a project that I'm working on with a team and it's a production team. It's a music production team. And the the whole production is, uh, it's a really, really cool idea. And I, I can't explain all the details, but I can give you the name. The name is Naughty Dawn. And what it is, it's a production team that is um, really taking my, my music into different sonics um, with working with these other people that are kind of they're very outside my genre. So it's been really interesting to, to see what they bring forth as a creative, um, as a creative artist. It's really nice to have like this, this expansion, um, of sonics and stuff. And, you know, there's like a whole story that's going on with it. It's, it's going to be something that I'm really going to be proud to, to release and proud to, um, take it to another level. This is a, it's a brand new idea. And so I'm really excited about it. But however, some things have changed. Um, some ideas have been replaced. Some some things that I thought were gonna happen are are actually not gonna happen because of just the it's it's kind of doing its own evolution, mm -hmm. and I'm just kind of witnessing where it is. The hard thing to do is not be so attached to something that, you know, you've put a lot of hours thinking about and meditating about and seeing it in one way and knowing that, oh, no, no, this is the way I see it. It has to be this way or it has to come around this this way and this is how it's going to do. So it's been taking on its own evolution. But what I'm finding is I'm having so much more peace about it. Mm. And what this is, and, and allowing not to be too attached and holding and gripping. It's like, it's like water, you know, it's, you can cup it in your hand, but as soon as you try to grab mm -hmm. the water just flies out of the, in between your fingers. Mm -hmm. And that unattachment about this project has opened me up to listening to other people talk about it. And truly for me, it's just like, oh, okay, okay. I can see it better this way. And what I wanted to really broadcast here was, was this fact. Sometimes the image that you hold may change for the better. And to just allow it to 
it's incredible. So if you're in a position where you're creating something and and you have a very clear focus about what you want to create and how it should be, letting go of the reins just a little bit for the universe to kind of converge into you know what you're passionate about, what you're thinking about, what you're what you're you're putting out there. It's an incredible thing if you can just keep the momentum meaning if you can just go with it and just keep it there in a vibrational state but also allow it to be something even bigger and better than you could imagine it to be yeah i think there's a lot to be said about resisting versus allowing and when we hold steadfast with this rigid idea of it has to be a certain way then we're closing ourselves off to um, even more ideas and abundance and you know possibly things that that could be way better so you know it's hard to let go of the feeling of control when you have an idea Um, but gosh there's so much out there that that we don't know as humans and if we have a one-track mind then you know we we were limited we're limiting ourselves and the funny thing is 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 when you do like you know have that clear vision and, and you're just holding like you said steadfast mm-hmm. it gets really hard for you to hear other people that the universe has brought to you giving you incredible insight and wisdom from their perspective mm-hmm. because they're looking at it differently but if you're constantly just on that no the blinders are on i need to stay focused and of course like there is a time and place for that Right, staying too to your true to your vision mm-hmm. is um, is very important, but also to have that um, oh I don't know have that luxury I would say that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. a luxury to communicate and co-create, mm-hmm. and that is it's it's something that's just really resonant with me right now because of this project, the Naughty Don that I'm working on. Yeah, and um, and I wanted to share it because you know. I, I know so many people, so many artists, and when when you get something in your head like that, you really do want to just strictly focus. It has to be this way or the highway. Another interesting um, thing that happened, of course, because you know I'm a huge believer in in like attracts like um, universal laws. And at the Through the Roots concert a couple of days ago, I finally got to meet Roberto, who is um, he's kind of just going to bring that up. I was thinking about the same yes. thing. Yeah. And so uh, for you guys out there, uh, Roberto's kind of like the American uh, liaison for UB40, who we're doing some writing with. And UB40, I mean, they've they have to be like in my top five favorite bands. We grew up listening to mm-hmm. them. You know, soundtrack of our life. For exactly. Sure. Like in Hawaii, you had reggae, Hawaiian music, traditional Hawaiian music back when we were growing up. You know, and so that was it. So UB40 was all the time, everywhere. And I think my first cassette tape, yeah, I'll take you there. My first cassette tape was actually Labor of Love. Mine was the Go-Go's. <laughs> nice. Both both great bands. Anyway. Yes. Anyway, so, you know, I, I was able to finally meet Roberto, talk to him about, you know, the project and really get to hear what he was looking for um, versus 
the ideas that I felt like I had to produce. Right. And I remember him specifically saying, thank you so much for being so open to suggestion and to go in another direction or so I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. And and, and so a song that I worked really, and here's another, um, an attachment thing, a song that I've worked really hard on because this, this project, I, I, I'm approaching it with the utmost respect and I'm super honored to be, um, you know, even considered or pepper uh, all of it to be considered to write this. Mm -hmm. Um, a song that I worked really hard on and I went to the studio and I recorded I'm just going to dismantle completely because it's not exactly what they they're looking for. And I have no problem with that. In fact, the opposite is actually true where before I may have like a very focused, no, this is how it has to be. I'm refusing. I'm not refusing. I'm letting that go so I can create a bigger, better version of this opportunity, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm thrilled. I like the word that you brought up uh, a few minutes ago, co-create, because I think, you know, as humans, we have our ideas of how things should be. And co-creating is so important, whether you're co-creating a song or um, a project or a relationship, a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can take all of this, what you're saying, this idea of um, allowing and, and not resisting into relationship, whether it's with um, a partner or a family member or a coworker, whatever it is, a romantic partner, um, having your idea of how things should be and not budging on that. And then your partner, your whatever, whoever you're in a relationship with has their idea of what it should be and they're not budging. And maybe those ideas don't blend or vibe or you know, have anything to do with each other. And that's where conflict can't be resolved. Mm. So to have that idea of fluidity, right? Mm -hmm. Of, okay, I see your point and I'm going to be open to that and let's co-create an outcome that uh, is for our good and the greater good. So, so I'm inspired now to speak about letting the ego relax and being that open the, e- and th- the eagle the eagle that the niece <laughs> has to feed yeah right yeah. uh jamaican eagles um <laughs> no but you're right like the ego that you know it's there for a really good reason but it, it can also be a, a saboteur in in your day-to-day mm-hmm. and so when you when you find your balance and it doesn't have to like turn on a dime it can just be like little nudges and that approach always i always appreciate that approach Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one of the teachers that I listen to all the time, uh, Esther Hicks, who is known as Abraham is like trying to stop the momentum of a train going one way all at once. It's really hard to do, but if the train can come to a, a slower stop and then it can go the opposite, the direction. opposite way for that momentum, I always, I, I love that analogy. So it doesn't have to like it doesn't have to happen like that. It can just, you can just nudge yourself into it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I'm, I'm really excited about not, not only the naughty dawn, but I'm excited about really grasping this lesson and utilizing it because I see it happening everywhere. Just like we did with through the roots concert with Roberto mm-hmm. and all of that. And it's bringing up this, like, I would say this lightness for me. Yeah, this, that's a good word for it. This lightness and this ease. And this mm-hmm. ease feels so light. And it's just a 
it's just a nice place to be. I prefer it, mm-hmm. you know? And um, yeah. Well, that's when you know you are closer to balance when you are allowing, mm. right? Allowing one way or another or in a way that you didn't even know existed possibly, but you're not holding on to that, that resistance because that, that can get tiring, right? Oh, yeah. You have one opinion or one idea or, um, you know, I think it's very self-limiting to think that we know everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so co-creation, very important. Um, yeah, that's all I really had for today. I think that's a beautiful thought. Yeah. So um, I'm going to go to the ocean because the sun is out. It's July 1st. I'm going to go jump in. I'm home uh, for another week. And uh, oh, oh, by the way, one more side note. Because of this whole like uh, first pitch thing, mm-hmm. I want to bring my friend into this, Luis. Who, um, by the way, if you're ever in Oceanside, there's a restaurant called Lighthouse. It's a family-owned restaurant. It's one of Melanie and I's favorite places to go. It's so cool. The food's great. The view's amazing. It's, it's just a really nice vibe to go there. Mm-hmm. So my friend, who, who he owns the place. His name's Luis. Uh, tell him I said hi if you stop by. He's been a Padres fan since he was in the womb kind of thing. And he's so, like most people, he's so nervous about this. So he's... <laughs> What he's done is over the last couple of weeks, he's forced me to go and throw the ball with him, which I'm really happy about because it, I get to spend time with my friend and, you know, warm up for this first pitch thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he um, he gets to come on. The, you and him are going to be able to walk on the field with me. And he's going to walk on the field. I believe you will. Ooh, and now he, I really got to figure out what to wear. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, sensible shoes. Right, sensible shoes. Babe. There you go. But he's he's never been on the, the Padres field. Oh. And so I think uh, I think between deal. you and what you're gonna wear, your outfit and, uh-huh. and his energy. I wonder what he's gonna wear. Oh my god. Um anyway, he's so excited. He is and this kind of excitement gets me so so pumped. Yeah. I, I'm so happy. So uh let's go get ready for the day. And thank you everyone and have a have a beautiful week. Happy Monday. Aloha.